to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. We're continuing our conversation. I want to welcome everyone to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basilian. Today, I get to talk with Gary Bros about one of my, wow, almost favorite topics. And uh, let me just, before I get into that, let me just tell you a little bit who, about who Gary is. Many of you have been listening to the series that we've put together, uh, talking about uh, Gary's model for uh, bonus programs and gets more is is what this is all about gets more for everyone the organization the individuals all of us and so we've gone through and and gary of course will summarize what that model is and what it means um but he is someone that has been truly truly uh dedicated and committed to finding out ways to motivate people especially in the small business arena to motivate folks to create the win-win and to help all of us understand what works and what doesn't and what i love about this is throughout the series we've been doing with gary he's actually been writing a book and we're going to talk about the book as well uh and you know for him working and building a, a just a stellar reputation in the greater seattle area but uh, more importantly building a foundation for his employees and the businesses that he runs so so that he not only can honor people uh, for what they do, but do it in a way that is equitable, that's fair, that's timely, um, you know, that is simple for people to use, that have different options, and also that's meaningful. And so have you ever gotten that raise and kind of wondered, you know, why am I getting it? You know, is it really a bonus? Did everybody get the same? And, and by the way, why did I get that in December for something I did in February? I mean, we've talked about all of this. You know what works. You know what doesn't. But today, the seventh essential element in, in this particular Gets More model, the program that Gary's, uh, Gary developed, for me, it's one of the most fun conversations to have. It is reinforcement. And Gary is joining us here today. The book that he has written is Bonus Your Way to Profits. We're going to check in with him to see how he's doing on that. When he started this series, the book had not been developed, at least had not been developed on paper, but definitely is something that he's had in his mind. So, Gary, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us here today. Good morning. It's going to be 90 degrees in Seattle today. Can you believe that? It's been 90 degrees on the East Coast for those <laughs> folks. It was 90 degrees in April, I think, you know, it started out. This is an unusual day. Since last week, it was 54. Yeah. <laughs> But we're and ready for it. We're ready for it. But we're ready to heat it up here, you know, and talk. Our, uh, first of all, let's start with the summary because I could jump right into this conversation about reinforcement. I know you could. Uh, because, you know, those of us that ma ever managed anyone in the world, we absolutely know how we've screwed this up. Yep. So let's take a recap. All right. What we're talking about is building a bonus program that's effective, that's quality, that uh, rewards the employees properly, that returns value to the company, and helps customers as well. So what I developed over time was a model of the things that absolutely were essential to a bonus program that works. And there are eight elements. 
And the starting letter of each of those elements forms the acronym Gets More. And so we roll right on down the list with the G in Gets More, which is gradiated, and that means we have to create multiple tiers of bonuses. Uh, equitable is the E in Gets More, and that's that simply it needs to be fair across the board for all the different categories of employees. T is for timely. It needs to be frequent enough to, so that people keep their minds on it and are focused on it. And generally speaking, I pretty much tell everyone, I think you need to do that every month. Uh, S in Gets More is for simple. That's that it has to be simple to understand, simple to explain, simple to uh, calculate for everybody. And when you're doing the uh, mathematics on it, M in Gets More is meaningful. That means it has to be uh, pertaining to the individual's job, of course. And it has to be a high enough dollar amount so that people are really motivated and excited by That's it. That's right. She, That's absolutely right. You really keyed right. in on that high dollar amount. I now, did. I did because, you know, and the reason, I'm sorry, Carrie, <laughs> the reason that I zoomed in on it is because very, very little, really, very little intelligence, I think, in organizations is given to the amount. People look at the budget. They look at how much they want to spend. They divide it up and they chunk it out. Yeah, and, and certainly I think that, yeah, it's a good point. Your budget as a business has absolutely nothing to do with whether that's Thank a good you. idea or not. Thank you. Yeah. It, it has to start the other way. It has to, you have to ask the question of how much is going to be motivating to people and then work from there. Anyway, that's the M. O is objective. We talked about that last time. Objective meaning uh, not subjective. It has to be calculatable. It has to be measurable and, uh, and mathematically uh, uh, inclined. Um, the R is what we're at today uh, in Gets More. That's reinforced. That's uh, Everybody needs to get some feedback. We'll talk more about that. And the last one is E, and that is for easy. And I won't tell you anything about that because we're going to talk about that next time. Well, and, you know, this is what I love about this today. And, you know, we're kind of putting this, this model together. But I, before we get into it, I want an update on the book. Ah, the book. It's yeah. still coming along. Well, you know. <laughs> It's like a fine wine, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a fine wine. The the interesting part is that it wasn't until about uh, 2006 that I realized that I actually had this model figured out and that I was sitting on it and doing not with much with it other than monkeying around with it in my own business. And and it it really did not occur to me until about, you know, really 20 some years after I had bought my first business and had been running it and trying out all these different things that maybe this is this is a uh, something that I'll put down on paper. And uh and so I only thought about doing the uh, book until we started this radio show uh, program. And then I thought, well, this is a very good incentive for me to actually do it. And I'm like anybody else. Sitting down and writing something is, uh, is a challenge. And you've got to carve time out of your regular business day to do that. So it's very hard to do. But I'm getting there. I'm, uh, uh, well, about 92% done now, right, I'd say. Yeah. And uh, I'm just finishing up the final chapters. I got about two chapters to go, and then it's going to the printer, and it'll be available in September. Yeah, and, and what uh, I love about this is we kind of gave Gary the warm-up. And what I mean is, you know, he gets to have this radio show with me and warm up for what he's about to do with the book when he gets go when he gets on radio across the country and globally, and he's in front of a lot of people. You know, he's already not going to know how to how to say it and what to say. Uh, and so we're really thrilled, excited, excited about the book, excited about what you've been able to put together because I really think this is important. I think it's important for a lot of reasons, Gary. One is, I think it's important because I I, I think organizations, especially small businesses being a small business owner uh we are clueless sometimes and most of us that pop out of the corporate world 
when we try to superimpose our corporate strategies in a small business, oops. Yeah, that just doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a small business is a you know, whole world all by itself, and you do have to respect that. Um, but a lot of the things that we're talking about actually work in larger entities. Mm-hmm. It's just that they've been proven and tested at a small business level. And, uh, and so that's what we've done. And in the book, I pretty much just walk through it and and explain specifically exactly how to create your bonus program so that you get the results you're looking for. And it's kind of, you know, we got a lot of examples and uh, and stories in it, but it's pretty no-nonsense right to the core of the details. And, uh, you know, if business people are reading it, they're not going to have a lot of time. they got things to do. So I've made it uh, pretty much right to the point. And uh, after you're done with that book, you can go out and create your own bonus programs that truly work and affect your organization. Well, for people that are reading it, when you're talking about the money, the cha-ching, we don't want you to beat around the bush here, Gary. That's right. You know, we need to get to the point. We, we really do need to get to the solution. And that's why reinforcement is so important. You know, in preparing for this, it's really interesting. I went on the Internet and I, I fooled around Googling and looking up reinforcement in the dictionary and the Webster thing. And, you know, what's the, the approach that they take to talking about this, and I want to, is, you know, a reinforcement or reinforcer is a stimulus that follows some behavior and increases the probability that the behavior will occur. I mean, that is like, bam, that's the behavioral definition. And I wanted to ask you, uh, you know, how does that definition factor in to the way you view and, you know, and and talk about reinforcement in the model? Well, at the beginning of each chapter in my book, I, I put a little definition of the word reinforcement. That one you found is better than the one I got, so I'm going to have to get that from you. <laughs> okay. but, that, but that nails it. I mean, that is right to the point of what you're trying to do. You're not only trying to tell somebody they did it right, you're trying to say, do it again. Yeah. That, that's the way to do it. And, uh, and, and obviously, if you can condition all of your employees to do it right every time, because they know that's right, uh, then then you've got something going for yourself. Well, and the other thing is being on both sides of the fence. I mean, I know what it's like to push a mail cart, you know, and, and be an employee at that level, at many levels. I mean, I used to clean fish. There's a level of reinforcement that comes into play at many, many different levels. I think the thing that's important, and I know you've talked about this before, is the consistency. When we're talking about, you know, feedback and reinforcement, first of all, We've got to know that you're giving me the real deal. Secondly, we've got to know that it makes sense. And the way that you've laid out the gets more model to me is important in that communication and feedback are really at the core of this. Yes. And, and, it, and, and you know, it's tough for me because we always talk about this. Is this the most important element? Uh, you know, they're all important. Any any one of these things not in this program, and it, and it, and generally it won't work. But clearly, if you're not letting people know how they're doing, and you're not talking to them, and you're not communicating, you are doing yourself a great disservice, and you're making it much much more difficult to succeed. So, you know, in this particular aspect of the Gets More model, though, and you said something really interesting, is that you know all of these elements have to work together. It, yeah, and, and and I found that all out the hard way. I want to hear about the hard way. Tell, I can't wait to hear some of your reinforcement <laughs> stories, Gary. <laughs> I, Benny, Benny gets to listen to all this, and he, he yeah. chuckles. He goes, oh, great, another story. But well, Gary, hold, the loser who tells how he did it wrong. <laughs> I did not say that. Wow. Yeah, and then I show my supervisory skills by sharing yeah. a few. Let's take a short break when we come back. <laughs> 
<laughs> I didn't call Gary. Oh, that. No. We're going to hear some stories. <laughs> I know you're going to be able to relate to them. Reinforcement feedback and communication. You know, the dreaded feedback conversation. You know, whenever you schedule a feedback conversation, how many people head to the hills? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show, my very special guest today. Gary Bros, the small biz Sherpa. We'll be right back. Stop reality of wars and battles. We fought for See vibrational healer and psychic Sonia Choquette live in Seattle. Sonia shows you how to claim and follow your intuition. Plus, she'll answer questions and give powerful audience readings. How to accept your intuitive gifts is an all-new lecture. See Sonia Choquette at the Washington State Convention and Trade Center in Seattle on Saturday, October 18th from 10 to 5 p.m. Seats are limited, so call now at 1-800-654-5126 or visit HayHouseEvents.com. The year 2012 and the great shift of the ages. The biggest story ever and the clock's ticking. Tired of all the doomsday predictions? Jack Alice has written a blockbuster novel, Infinity's Flower, showing us a vision of the new world and the vital role we play in creating it. Find out how at www.infinitysflower.com. That's infinitysflower.com. Pacilli, the host of the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Tune in your radio to hear Carrie O'Connor, master visionary, medium, and clairvoyant, as she uses her amazing psychic gifts to help you step into your divine power and begin to create the life of your dreams. Carrie will read your unique energy field, connecting you with the treasures of your soul, your passions, and your true life purpose. Don't miss Carrie's weekly astounding and energetic predictions. Fasten your seatbelt as you take a wild ride with Carrie O'Connor. Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Listen live at thedrpatshow.com. Dr. Pat's giving away an iPod to a lucky listener every month. Yep, every month. All you have to do is go to thedrpatshow.com. That's thedrpatshow.com. Then sign up for our weekly newsletter. When you sign up for the newsletter, not only will you be entered to win the iPod, you'll also be kept up to date on all the awesome things that we're doing here at the Dr. Pat Show. So remember, go to thedrpatshow.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter. You can't afford to miss out on this. I really thought that I was the only one who cared about things that matter to me, like the planet, kids, education, peace, and creating a world that works for everyone. Then I found the Center for Spiritual Living, an entire church that thinks and cares about the things I do. And Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis inspires us to build better lives in a better world. I've found my new spiritual home. Honoring all paths to God, the Center for Spiritual Living is located just east of University Village on Sandpoint Way with three Sunday services. Visit online at spiritualliving.org. Tired of the insanity of other talk radio stations? Just click your radio knob and say there's no place like Alternative Talk 1150. I went to a garden party to reminisce with my old friends. A chance to share old memories. 
yeah. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. You know, Gary and I were sitting here talking about reinforcement, and I want to make sure that if you guys have questions out there, you give us a call. And if you have a a story that you want to share about feedback, you give us a call and share it. Uh, It is a toll-free number, 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. So you're going to hear a couple of different stories from Gary and I because we're sharing the stories because behind the scenes we've learned some methodology that works and we'll share what that is but in order for I think both of us to learn it we've had to have the experience at least early on for me of what not to do and although these are pretty funny to listen to right now I don't know about you Gary but they were just not funny during the time well no they weren't and it's painful to make mistakes I, I the story I have to tell about my biggest failure to reinforce properly um, now that I look back at it, I mean, it was, this was a five-year program that we had running. We ran it for five years before I figured out it wasn't working. This is, uh, you know, not my finest moment, I think. Um, but we were, we were doing uh, a program where our delivery people would get what we called package points. And they got paid hourly, but they got extra points for every delivery they did. And they got more points for rushes than other deliveries and all this stuff. And then we tracked it in the computer system. And I just love this part because the computer did all the work and it tracked it all and applied the points to the person and gave us a printout at the end of the day or week, whatever we wanted, that showed how many points everybody had. And it was cumulative for their whole career with the company. And every 2,000 points, every multiple of 2,000, they'd get a $50 bonus. Okay, this is back in the early 80s. And so we structured it that way, and we'd post it up on the bulletin board, and when payroll time came around, I'd look at the latest report and see, ah, that guy just hit a, hit a milestone, and I would mark down on payroll that he would get his 50 bucks, and that's how it worked. Never once during those 50 years or five years, rather, that we were doing this program, did I talk to people about it? <laughs> I mean, I look back at it now, I go, where was my head at? I, You know, it was the most obvious failure of communication that you could ever imagine. And and so people so you, would see So what did you their, do, just cut them a check? Sure. That Well, it would show up on their existing check as an extra line entry. So if they looked pretty closely at it... They would see it there. But if they didn't look very closely at their check stub, it just came through and they hardly ever noticed it. it you know, and I'm going on oh, for yeah. five years with this thinking, wow, this is really working. <laughs> and, and, and we tell employees that when we'd hire them about it. And then we really wouldn't talk about it again. And I'd think to myself, well, they see this on their check. Well, it took me years to figure out, no, they didn't ever see it on their check. They didn't pay that close of attention. Now and then somebody would notice. And now and then they'd notice if they didn't get it after they'd look back a couple of paydays and go, hey, I don't think I got that one. But for the most part, they never noticed. And, and I mean, the whole point of a bonus program is to get people involved and caring and happy when they're getting their bonus and and focusing on it and trying to build it up. I went five years with this thing. Oh, my gosh. Without realizing that as cool as I thought it was, it simply wasn't working. Mm. And I was seduced by it because I'm a stats freak and I thought it was interesting. And, of course, it was interesting to me, not particularly interesting to hardly anybody else. Um, But it took me a while to figure that out. And, And, you know, it just came down to not reinforcing it, not talking about it, not 
uh, making a big deal about uh, about the bonus and uh, and drawing attention to it. And what I definitely have learned then is that you know that's part of the process. You have to sell this thing. You can't just put it into place and then let it run. You need to be out there, you know, aggressively selling your program to the employees all the time and reminding them that it's in place and that it's happening and that mm-hmm. they got the bonus and uh, it it's part of the job. Yeah, and you know, and this is really, it's interesting because you think, I don't think you're alone in that. I mean, I think that organizations are doing exactly what you're talking about today. I, I don't think we've learned a whole lot because one of the things I know about feedback is no one likes to give it. And, well, very few people like to give it, and very few people like to get it. Right. Even positive feedback is really difficult. Uh, and that's what we're talking about here. It's a conversation that you have with people about how they're doing, you know, what they've accomplished, what you'd like to see them do differently, how the elements of the campaign is working, the bonus program is working. And, you know, it's to build that relationship and conversation because isn't that, Gary, part of the reinforcement definition? Right. And you're, you know, the beauty of having a bonus program in place is that you're not only giving them feedback with with this, but you are rewarding them financially or not, depending on what it is, right? Penalizing them in that case. But but there's actually, at, you know, an event occurring that's on a regular basis that's happening that's related to this reinforcement. What you're talking about with giving feedback um one of the reasons that managers don't like to give feedback is they generally end up doing it in the review session where they're talking with the employee. And the whole point of the review session is to determine what kind of raise they're going to get. And this is sort of an aside to what we're talking about. But if you delink the review with the raise, do raises periodically at other times and not focus the conversation on and how will this feedback affect your raise opportunities, it becomes a much easier conversation. Now you can just sit down and talk with somebody and say, let's just talk about what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. And, and that's one of the things we do is we've delinked those two so that you're not as intimidated as an employer because it is hard to sit down somebody and tell them what they're doing wrong. And because of that, you're not going to get that raise you were looking for. Um, it's easier to do if you're just talking about it in, in more general terms. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and there's an emotional component to reinforcement. You know, there really is. I mean, there's a part of this that, you know, we bring out the pom-poms, Gary, not that I'm, you know, that you've done this before, but we bring out the pom-poms and we have celebrations. And, you know, some people have a, a visible celebrations. And I want to ask you about that because this is, this, this is okay. This is a part of a conversation where you and I will sit down and you will congratulate me for what whatever I've done. Cool. Mm-hmm. But then there is another level that organizations take it to where they post employee of the month or they have celebrations or they 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 pull out those people that have um, achieved the results you want. And I wanted to hear from you where you stand on that. You know, it, it can be done right and it can be done wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I imagine we've all done it both ways. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I don't think there's anything wrong with doing it. Uh, I think what you're talking about here is doing it blatantly and visually and uh, in front of everybody, in their face, sort of. And uh, Well, that's, a lot of organizations do that. They take sure. people out to lunch, you know, the whole group, you know, whatever that is. Um, you know, I used to take people bowling. But, yeah. you know, I mean, <laughs> so there's this, there's this conversation between, yes, I minimally, I, I 
I really owe you a conversation. You and I are going to sit down and we're going to talk about really what you've done and give you the feedback. There's another part of this where we make it sort of a, a group intention or a group visibility or, and you know, that's something that I think people really struggle with. Yeah, my, my general rule of thumb is I don't do the group thing unless I think that it is truly going to be inclusive and motivating for everyone. Um, if all you're doing is creating rivalries and uh, and jealousies and, uh, boy, how come Harry got the big uh, recognition and I was just only two points behind him and I didn't even mention my name, now you're really defeating the purpose. So, yeah, I think you have to really, you know, analyze those events on a case-by-case basis and make sure that you're achieving the right thing in the long run and not just singling out somebody because you happen to like that guy and you think you want to make sure that he gets lots of recognition. Yeah, and the other thing is, how do you, Gary, you know, measure the kind of feedback you give? I mean, one of the things that I think performance management gets really dinged for is these conversations where everybody is outstanding. You know, you're having these, like, upbeat, you're the best thing in the world, and then in the paycheck, you get a teeny-weeny, what? Yeah. What are you giving me? You just told me a month ago that I was, like, the star, yeah, false praise doesn't work. As soon as, <laughs> as, soon as as soon as the paycheck comes, you go, "Oh, that was just talk." Yeah, um, no. See, obviously, you got to be sincere. I mean, this isn't that hard. You tell it like it is. And if somebody's doing great, then I guess his bonus better be great, or else I guess he wasn't doing that great. Or your bonus program sucks. Well, let's get it right. What are the other? I want to. I'm going to ask. I'm going to put you on the spot because okay. you know I think this is kind of an interesting conversation. I know that like like you, I've had to have many of these conversations. And when we come back from break, I'm going to share with you uh, uh, one of my worst ever ever conversations that I had and how it developed. When we come back. But, you know, is there a difference between men and women, how receptive the feedback is? And, you know, I'm asking you from a man's point of view and certainly from from my point of view, what I've experienced with, you know, women. I mean, is it equally the same for you to have a conversation with a, a male versus female employee? Oh, you're right. You're putting me on the spot. I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to ask you to answer that. When we come back from break, when we come back from break, I'm going to share a few stories of my own around that question. Uh, Because I think the point is, as we look at the bonus campaign and how we reward people, at the many, many levels we reward them, as Gary said before, you've got to have all parts of this model working. If you think that you could sit down and slap a few bucks into somebody's paycheck and not have a conversation with them, You're absolutely wrong. When we come back from break, I'm going to share with you something that I did in my first supervisory job. I was in my 20s, my first ever supervisory job. Feedback wasn't even a word then in the the workplace. And I want to share with you probably my worst nightmare. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Discover what the meaning behind sacred spiritual space is and how it can be a healing part of your garden or home environment. Mary Fonts, registered nurse and landscape specialist, teaches about using nature, artifacts, healing energy, and angel readings to create sacred space. A spiritual garden offers methodologies that bring peace and healing to your special place. Call 508-339-5444 and visit aspiritualgarden.com. That's aspiritualgarden.com. 
Visit the premier online store where science and spirit unite. Shop consciously, explore new ideas, and connect with your world at bleepstore.com. Find the latest in spiritual and documentary films, green living products, and online articles. Dr. Pat listeners receive 10% off with coupon code Dr. Pat. That's D-R-P-A-T at checkout. Go to the drpatshow.com and click on Bleep Store to start your experience. The drpatshow.com. Find out how you can turn any obstacle to boost your life to the next level. Discover how you can overcome your fear with faith and courage to create amazing results. These strategies are taught by Julie Thong, a Cambodian genocide survivor. Julie is an inspirational speaker, entrepreneur, and author of Kantaya, My Courageous Quest for Love and Freedom, and The Power of Fear, Face Everything and Rejoice. Call 888-842-2008. Or visit juliethong.com. Tampa Bay Wellness Magazine, the Bay Area's premier magazine for holistic, alternative, and complementary health. Tampa Bay Wellness informs and inspires you about choices and opportunities for a more balanced, healthy, and happy life. You can find Tampa Bay Wellness Magazine at over 700 locations in the Tampa Bay area or online at tampabaywellness.com. Tampa Bay Wellness Magazine is the natural choice for physical, mental, and spiritual enlightenment. House invites you to a glorious weekend retreat in Tampa, Florida. Meet more than 30 of your favorite authors for the inspiring, uplifting I Can Do It conference coming to Tampa this October 3rd through 5th. Join Wayne Dyer, Sylvia Brown, Caroline Mace, Colette Baron-Reed, John Holland, Marianne Williamson, and more for a weekend of spiritual discovery and great fellowship. It's the I Can Do It conference for life-changing good times. See details at ICanDoIt.net. Hey, are you one of those people who need a boost of motivation to lose those extra pounds and inches? Well, here it is. Take the Sugar-Free Miracle Weight Loss Challenge and earn $100 for every 10 pounds you lose. I'm Karen Bentley, creator of the amazing Sugar-Free Miracle Diet, which you'll love. It's easy, sustainable, and it stops out-of-control eating. To participate, send me an email at expert at sugarfreemiracle.com. That's expert at sugarfreemiracle.com, and I'll send you the details. Three ways to listen. On the AM dial at 1150, on the FM HD dial at 98.9 HD3, or online at 1150kknw.com. One great station. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive By. Gary Gross joining me here today. I want to make sure you have his website because you're going to really be... You've heard so much about what we've been talking about. We're all waiting for Gary to finish the book. It's smallbizsherpa.com, small B-I-Z, S-H-E-R-P-A.com. And we're really thrilled about his upcoming book. It's been great to be part of the book, Bonus Your Way to Profits. Uh, And as I said before the break, I'm going to share a short story. And then Gary is going to share what he's learned, the methodology, because there is a technique, there is an approach. And I don't think any of us want to be in this position. And if you ever get in any of these positions with your boss, 
One of the things you might want to do is, you know, in case you do like a grab bag thing, get them a copy of Gary's book. That would be helpful. But someone in their infinite wisdom, Gary, decided that they were going to have me supervise some people. I was in my 20s. That's tough to do. It's tough to do. Uh, And I want to say that when we were doing that back then, back then in those days, we didn't have a whole lot of these leadership performance things, all these tools, all these consultants, all these books, all these methodologies. It just wasn't there. And so we were the first organization to actually do any feedback at all. And, you know, of course, that's part of the AT&T system. They were the first to kind of do this stuff. And I remember how very organized I was and how I organized everybody's feedback. And I had written it up and I had put it in folders and, you know, was ready to go, had scheduled all the conversations, textbook right textbook what i didn't know about is the emotional component of this Uh. i didn't i mean i'm in my 20s i'm following the rules organize the folders and then i started to have people come in and started to have these conversations about what you could you did really well and so here i am having a conversation with one of the folks a a gentleman i'll never forget this his name was les and i'm i'm having this conversation and i'm reading from my form and i'm going through and i'm telling him about the different tasks that he did and what which ones he did well and the presentations and how he can improve in this area and he kind of was sitting there really nicely and you know just kind of looking at me you know i think he was about 40 42 at the time and you know and I'm going through this and I'm very organized and he let me finished and as I said to him you know Les this is you know when next time you do a presentation uh, like the one that you did on telecommunications you know please make sure you do this 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 he pulled his glasses down and he said to me that was extraordinary feedback and I felt I was all pumped up I was feeling (laughs) wow this is really good he said yeah one slight thing I just want to point out to you and I said what's that Les he said that's not my feedback I didn't do that presentation I think you may have just given me and I'm going to say Joe's feedback (laughs) and I looked at the paperwork and right at the top of the form was Joe's name. Oops. It's one of those moments, if you had a YouTube moment back then, and this was being videotaped. And so what I, the reason I'm pointing this out is because you've been through this. You understand the methodology. You've created it. I could have never anticipated the emotional factor around this. Yeah. And as organized as I was, um, everything that this man had ever done just blanked out in front of me. Yes. So what can we learn? What are the techniques, Gary? Well, there's multiple techniques, and, 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 and what we've talked about a lot here so far today is the review process, where you're one-on-one with an employee and giving them feedback about their performance. Um, although that's certainly a, a good method, um, we're not going to be talking too much about that right now. Mostly, I have other variations on that, other methods of reinforcement, and we're talking about reinforcing the bonus program principles and the concept and the goals and making sure that's that's uh, forefront in people's minds so a lot of these things are more general and and more generic in nature and more more um uh inclusive of everyone Uh, for example just simply putting a whiteboard up on the wall and entering data on it every day preferably in as big a bold numbers and letters as you can so that People can see it from wherever they are in the room, and you update the data each day. Now, if you're doing, for example, a team goal, then 
you update it every day, or in some cases you can update it every hour, depending on what you're tracking. And people see that, and they get in the feedback as a group right away as to how they're doing. The key to this is if you fail to update it in the proper intervals... If you if you don't do it every, if you're supposed to do it every day and you miss a day or two, mm. suddenly no one has any confidence anymore that whatever number is up there is correct. So it's, so does it does so, the element of mistrust then enter into it? Yeah, you know, it's not so much mistrust. Or they think it's you're apathy. hiding something? Or? Uh, no, it's more apathy. It's like, well, I I could look at that number, but since I don't absolutely know it's correct, mm. it might be yesterday's number and they haven't updated it yet. It, what what's the you know what's the point? Yeah, right. Good I, point. I'm not getting good feedback, so you have to be religious about getting your numbers up there when you're using the old whiteboard technique. Um, lots of different techniques. I mean, you can do the uh, bulletin board version where you post in smaller print the top five or the top ten performers in some of the bonus categories, and people can go up then to the bonus or to the uh, board and see whether they rank in the top five or ten. Now, if you got a competitive environment where people are having some friendly competition about it's pretty interesting. Uh, again, you have to do this on an interval, uh, a, a frequent enough interval, so that they actually care and are looking at it. Um, uh, these are pretty simple. I, you know, one of the things we do is, uh, you know, if you're in a business and you have a public address system, you could make an announcement over the public address system now and then. But sometimes I just go into uh, our dispatch center where we have, you know, 8 to 15 people at any one time working there. And I just talk loudly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, I, just, I just say something loud enough to one or two people so that I know everybody else can hear too. And, and it'll be something related to the bonus. Right? Boy, our, our numbers are looking really good today. And you would only do that for good feedback. Well, though. yeah. Well, right. no. I I, uh, I would say that I sometimes talk about the negative stuff too, and say, okay. "Why uh, is that?" Uh, 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 right? Let's okay. get some attention to this. Um, and uh, you know, it sounds really obvious and simple, but so many businesses don't do that. Don't communicate to the people what it is that they're doing right or wrong. And so, just you know, getting the word out, um, doing a one-page memo. You can do that simply enough where you summarize all the stats and how everybody is doing either individually or collectively, and you pass that page around and ask everybody to initial it. Okay. The important thing is not just that you're bringing their attention to them, but that they know that you care. That that they know you're you know you're on the same page yes, as they are. Exactly. You're watching. You're looking at the numbers. You're noticing. You're giving some recognition to people. Um, uh, you know, you can put things on your company newsletter. It's always good if you're spreading the news around the company and telling other departments how Joe or Les in one department are doing. Uh, and, and it gives them a little more recognition factor. And now, hey, everybody in the company saw my, my the re- mention to me. Yeah. And so you're patting people on the back that are doing good. My, my, absolute, my absolute favorite technique is... Um, to give people an individual report card. Now, this is not a review process, but you you can use a, a you can design a small computer program. I used to do one in BASIC back when we had DOS on computers. I can't do that anymore. So, and Benny's laughing at me again. Benny sure laughs at me a lot. Well, you know, he's got a big old smile. Well, it's just memories of me going through the whole situation with you too. <laughs> you make it sound so long ago. Yeah, that's right. It was really long ago, back in the dark ages when we had DOS. I, I could write in BASIC, but I can't do that anymore. But, um, but, you know, you can write a little program, or you can use, just use Excel. 
and you just change a couple of numbers. You put the person's name on the top. You change a couple of numbers relating to their performance up to that period of time. You can plug in a number that shows, you know, it'll do the, you know, the math in Excel, and it'll say, at this pace, this is what you're going to finish with this month, and that relates to X number of dollars on the bonus program. You print that out once a week, and you hand it to people. No get a big production out of it. You're just handing it to them. They see their own numbers. They yeah. get a little report card. You don't have to belabor it. But they know you're seeing it, they know you're thinking about it, and now they're thinking about it, too. And the whole goal is just to bring that focus back to the uh, bonus program constantly. You know, and, and this is, for me, I mean, this is part of where I think the ball gets dropped a lot. And actually, in that situation, that example that I, that I was talking about, that actually did have to do with the bonus for that employee. Oh, ouch. Yeah, no, ouch is like, I can't even express the ouch in that. Um, and and it had to, and, and again, we're talking old school bonuses, which was even worse. So had we had your model, none of this would have happened. Yeah. We would not have, I would have not been a 28-year-old or whatever I was sitting there giving the wrong feedback to somebody about a bonus that this guy ultimately, by the way, wasn't going to get. And so, you know, when, when you talk about this uh, in how we reinforce this and, and recognition, I want to ask you about. Mm-hmm. Because you did mention it, and you mentioned that it's important to have a methodology around recognition. Um, these days, especially, where money may be in line with something great that you did, and we're talking about a monetary program, but there's also another component of it, the human component of it. How important is it to bundle the recognition with the dollars? It, it's good. It's, it's, it's a key issue. And it just has to be like we talked about before. It has to be sincere. It has to be real. If you're giving recognition to people and, and talking about how great they are, and then you give them this tiny little bonus, of course, then what you're really saying is, well, yeah, I, I said you were great, but you weren't that great. And, and so, you know, it, it has to be in proportion with reality. Is all, is all I say. And, and if they did extremely well, boy, then you, you, you can't hardly do enough good things for them. You know, put it in the newsletter, make sure they see it. Give them something that they can take home and show the spouse. Say, look what I got. Right? And, and yeah, you know, in some ways it sounds kind of juvenile. But we're, we all crave recognition and appreciation. I worked for somebody. We're going to take a short break and we're going to talk about that. I worked for somebody, you know, like in football, college football, where they have the helmets and they have all these little things on their helmet. You know, I don't know what they are, but stars. I had a boss that gave out gold stars and we were, yeah, this is, this is it. And everybody started to put them on their computer. So it was like, you know, the helmet thing that happens in college. Everybody's computer was a reflection of how many gold stars that you had. Uh, Gary Bros joining me here today. We're talking about gets more and we're talking about fair, equitable and rewarding people in a way that makes sense for both the employer and the employee. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, Gary's going to be sharing his personal message and much more. Stay tuned. secret that we want you to know. A secret so closely guarded that the medical community spends billions of dollars each year to make sure you don't know what it is. Here it is. Your health isn't determined by how many prescription drugs you take. It's determined by you. You already possess everything you need to be completely healthy. On Saturday, August 9th, there will be an experience that will put you in the driver's seat. 
a one-day training that will arm you with the power to be your best every day. Be Your Best is an intense, information-packed, fun-filled, one-day event focused on giving you the tools to dramatically improve your health and your life. Don't miss this amazing experience. $29 will get you in the door and the information you receive will get you the life you deserve. Call 800-443-BEST. That's 800-443-BEST to register for Be Your Best in Seattle on August 9th. Or visit bestlifetraining.com for more information. Whether you're female or male and you're feeling just not quite right, your hormones may be out of balance or depleted. For a comprehensive assessment and to discuss the safe and effective bioidentical natural hormone therapy, visit the bioidentical hormone specialist, Dr. Darvish and her staff at Holistique Medical Center in Bellevue. Call 425-451-0404. Visit Holistique at drdarvish.com. That's drdarvish.com. People want three things when they build and plan for retirement. The most amount of money for the longest amount of time with the least amount of risk. Now, I'm sure you currently have a 401k or an IRA of some kind. However, there are five things that can wipe out your current retirement plan, like disability, market loss, taxes, litigation, and premature debt. Call today to find out how our retirement plan is protected from these five financial storms. And remember, retirement planning should come with a peace of mind, not uncertainty. So call 888-252-3083 or visit debt-free mca.com hey mike how you doing man if it weren't for bad luck i wouldn't have any luck at all oh whoa whoa you need a shift in perspective i know i want to change but i just can't seem to make it stick my relationship my job my finances all hitting rock bottom well you know what you should enter dr pat's holistic makeover contest oh no not another makeover don't wait just a minute don't jump to conclusions it's not just another makeover it's a makeover from the inside out the kind that really works Dr. Pat Show is bringing together practitioners from all across the country to work with three lucky listeners to change their lives for good, dude. Now, seriously, here's the deal. Like Dr. Pat says, what would you do if you knew you could not fail? Now you get all the help you need to become the new you. Okay, how do I enter? Well, all you got to do is go to drpatsmakeover.com for all the info and to enter. That's drpatsmakeover.com to finally become the person you've always wanted to be. You're listening to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive by Gary Bros joining us here today. You know, we've had such fun in going through uh, what Gary has developed in the Gets More model and, you know, really follow. I can't wait to see the book. I mean, uh, where, where did you say the book is? It's in print or it's going to print? It's going to print in about a week and uh, be available in September. And we've gone through element number seven, which is reinforcement today. And we've got one more in the model to talk about, uh, which we will. Uh, but this particular, the idea of reinforcement, and we talked about reinforcement and recognition, it is truly from a psychological and a, and a motivational point of view, it really is the nugget. It really is. And and during the break, you and I were talking about, I you just reminded me of a story. I hadn't remembered this in years. One of the bosses I worked for, I was in a room of about 60 people, open landscaping. Everybody saw everyone else. Everybody saw everybody's computer. And he would give out stars 
different stars. Yes. Um, he didn't have the ability to give out money because he didn't, but he would give out the gold, the silver. And we started to put them on the visible sides of our computers just to demonstrate that. You know, have, have times changed, Gary, from then to now? I mean, you've been able to develop this and show through some things you've learned along the way. Is there a way, uh, is there a need for us to change and adjust the model that you've developed given the changing, quote, times? Or is this pretty much an integration of human potential? I, I think that, you know, if you... If you think about what happens when you go to see, not that you do this very often, but if you go to see a tarot card reader or a uh, palm reader or a fortune teller of some kind, and they look at you and they say, you know, this about you and that about you, and you know, I sense that you crave recognition and appreciation. And you'll think about that and you go, wow, how did she figure that out? That's kind of a personal thing. Well, it's not. It's universal. Everybody craves recognition and appreciation on some level or another. And, and so I think that in, in answer to your question, what happens is that, you know, we think maybe we've become so sophisticated that we don't need to do that kind of a thing. Right. And I just think that's, that's nonsense. Um, people still need that. They still need recognition. They still crave it. Um, you need to fill that void, and although everybody might act a little more sophisticated about it, uh, and maybe somebody would say just what your example was, and as I said earlier, it sounds juvenile mm -hmm. to be giving out stars, and yet what do they do with them? They stick them somewhere that everybody else will see them. Well, what is that telling you? Well, we haven't changed that much. Right. Right. Uh, and, you know, and part of this is even more important today than it was back then, because, you know, I'm not going to date myself, but when, I, when I'm talking about back then, you expected to get a base salary raise every year, at least uh, maybe every six months. You got another hit. Benefits were full bloom, compensation. And so there was that going on. And, you know, now it seems like through the model that you've created, there is a way to keep people fully engaged and motivated. And the way that you've outlined this is brilliant. I don't think you've left anything out. Well, and we did to begin with, but we finally figured them out and we included them. Um, but, yeah, you're right. The, you know, as it, I think before... When there was a, a situation where uh, there were more benefits and more uh, uh, perks and more consistent raises and probably more job security for, for a certain period of time in this country's history, um, there was less emphasis on, well, let's make the employee feel good, too, because if they don't feel good, who cares? We're paying as much as all this, and, and if they want to go somewhere, let them go somewhere. Well, it's a lot more competitive out there now. You, um, you know, as in a, especially small businesses, you get a good employee, you want to keep them. Right. You can't always pay them as much as you'd like. You can't always offer as many benefits, but you certainly can offer a more challenging atmosphere of work. You can uh, reward more for individual performance, and you can create bonus programs that actually have an impact. And, and truly, you can, especially in the small business arena. I mean, you know, you're pretty much, uh, you know, if, you, if, you're, if you're working with Gary and you bring him in to kind of look at your organization, he's going to be able to put something together. You don't have to go through the red tape. Yeah, and, you know, it, and it's almost like, okay, I can do this in my sleep now, sort of, because I've already done it so many times and made so many mistakes, I don't make them anymore. But... This, although we've done this in a small business atmosphere, this will work in medium size and larger companies too. It just takes the oh, dedication yeah. and the and the the commitment from management to back it up and yeah. reinforce it and reinforce it and get rid of the hidden agenda. Yes. Oh, 
Is there that that exists? Yeah. You know, and Gary, so, you know, let's talk about this for a little bit because I know that, you know, we've gone through um, the elements and I can't wait till we, till, till we get to the next. But I know that, you know, this is part of the heart and soul of who you are. I mean, what you have created here is something you've created from a passion and from a place of general caring for your employees in particular, but employees across the country. I mean, this is such a gift. Uh, I want to thank you for joining us here today. And I know you have a personal message for all of us, and I'd love to hear that. I do. So, so we have right now business owners and uh, managers and employees alike who are all building their dreams and building their businesses. And along the way, they're suffering some setbacks and some failures and some losses and errors are made. You know, in my business, when we make a significant error, we wait for the dust to settle and we gather and we analyze it and we say, well, how did that happen? Why did that occur? What was the source of this problem and how do we make sure that doesn't happen again? And unless it was Mother Nature or a freak meteor shower or some event long far beyond our control, it always turns out to be the same source of a problem. I said always. I didn't say frequently or maybe or sometimes. It always ends up being the same source. And that source is a failure to communicate properly. Now, of course, I think most of us have seen the uh, famous movie uh, Cool Hand Luke. And there's that great scene in there where actor Strother Martin plays the prison guard and looks at all the prisoners and bellows out, What we have here is a failure to communicate. And that's what we have in business all the time. Virtually every problem in business is caused by a failure to communicate. Today we've talked about reinforcement, about how reinforcement in a proper way will enhance your bonus program and improve your, your outlook and your opportunities for success with that program. But it's true in all aspects of business. And what's also true is that it's far, far easier to under-communicate than it is to over-communicate. It's almost impossible to over-communicate. Business owners and managers need to understand and remember that our employees are not mind readers. When they do something right, you need to tell them so that they do it again. You need to tell them. You need to put it in print. You need to announce it on the loudspeaker system. You need to shout it out to the world. You need to over-communicate, and when you do that, you can build your dreams faster. When you communicate clearly and often, you can take your little corner of the world and make it a better place to be. My name is Gary Bros. I'm the Small Biz Sherpa, and this is America. We chase dreams here. Wow. Thank you, Gary. Thank you for joining us here today. Um, if you want to find out more about Gary and sort of uh, plug into his upcoming book, you can go to his website. As I said before, www.smallbizsherpa.com. Or you could go to the Dr. Pat Show website, and if you've missed any part of anything we've talked about since day one, all of the shows are up there. Um, and we encourage you, if you have friends or families that are running small businesses or you are involved in a small business yourself, you're going to want to be giving out gifts of Gary's book when it comes out to the many, many people out there. I know we're thrilled about uh, having him invite us to journey with him along the way you know 
in the workplace, all of us are faced with how do we motivate ourselves and others. And Gary has shed some light on a topic that is so significantly important these days. And that is helping motivate people to be the best that they can be. And while his model talks about bonus campaigns, if you go and you listen to the show and the interview, you will see that what Gary is doing is honoring each and every employee that has ever come across his doorstep and the folks he works with today. If we had Gary Gross in more places and small businesses and businesses in general, uh, imagine the possibilities of what we would create. Thank you, Gary, for doing that. We'll see you all tomorrow.